What's going on, Orlando City fans? Welcome back to the Lions Blog Podcast. I'm your host, Gavin Rushnell, and today we will be previewing the Nashville match coming up tomorrow night at 7.30. Before I get started, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Cappy Subs. You can order over the phone at 407-647-9099 or online at cappyssubsfl.com, all one word. Make sure to leave a five-star review as we will be reading them out on the podcast. And today we got something a little different that's going to be going on um, over these uh, these next few games. Uh, Daniel, Chase, Adam, and I cannot get our schedules lined up so quickly uh, before and after each game. So we have decided to not do any of the preview podcasts together. We will still be reviewing every single match. Don't worry about that. We'll, we've all committed to that. But the previews, they are with me. And someone from the opposing club. So today I have Davy Shepard, who is a part of at Speedway Soccer, and he'll tell you a little bit more about it. But it is a show about obviously, obviously Nashville uh, soccer. So we're gonna have him on. He's gonna tell you a little bit more about that. Um, but yeah, so we're just gonna preview the game with the opposition. And so I'm gonna get their strengths, gonna get their weaknesses. Uh, going to talk a little bit about their best players, their worst players, stuff like that. And then also how they see Orlando and, of course, their predictions. And I think it's going to be an interesting way to preview all the matches. This isn't going to be permanent unless you guys absolutely love it. Uh, it's just going to be through the stretch of the next five games. Um, we were able to preview the Miami match, of course, because, well, you know, there was a ton of time uh, before that. But obviously, these games are back to back to back to back to back, so we don't really have a ton of time to be previewing it. So Daniel, Chase, and Adam will be here to review the Nashville game. Uh, I think we're talking about it right after the game on Wednesday night. But uh, yeah, so Davey is here with me now. Davey, how are you doing today? I am doing well, Gavin. Thanks so much for having me on, man. Yeah, I really, really appreciate it. I know it was, you know, last second. I kind of messaged you last <laughs> night, and and I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, do you want to talk about what you do over there for uh, Nashville, uh, Speedway Soccer and, and all that? Of course. Yeah, so Speedway Soccer is a podcast that we started uh, in conjunction with the start of the USL for Nashville Soccer Club. Um, myself, Ben Wright, John Sloop, and Jonathan Slape, we started that. Andy Simmons joined us soon after. Uh, and since we've kind of, you know, spawned that into a few different things. So Speedway Soccer still stands as the original podcast covering NSC. Uh, most of our writing is now at broadwaysportsmedia.com, which is, uh, you can kind of think of it as a localized version of The Athletic. It's covering all professional sports in Nashville, Tennessee. And then I also host a podcast called Nashville Soccer Show on 104.5 The Zone in Nashville. Uh, and I host that with another guy, Will Bowling. So we'll be live tonight, uh, Tuesday night at 9 p.m. And uh, yeah, so it's that's that's kind of us. We wanted to make sure that in a new town with new soccer, uh, new sport, um, that somebody was talking about the team and we've been lucky enough to have some success doing that. Hey, man, people like you are the ones growing the league. So here in Orlando, we do appreciate it. Well, yeah, we're glad to do it, man. And it's, you know, it's an exciting time, obviously a really, really weird year. Um, And and probably about as weird of an expansion season as you could imagine. Um, 
But I think the club has kind of handled it well in a lot of ways. Obviously, everything with MLS's back is pretty unfortunate. Um, but uh, I think the team's kind of doing okay, and, and we'll talk about that a little bit here in a way, uh, as well. All right, yeah, let's, let's get straight into it now. Uh, I wanted to get a no for Nashville's play style because obviously here in Orlando, a lot of the fans don't pay attention to Nashville. Sure. So uh, let, let's get their play style, the coach, all, all of that. Yeah, so... I think that Gary Smith has a he's got a reputation from his career for being a defensive style coach. And and he would it, I mean, not would he like even today in his presser, he kind of pushed back against that some. Um, I don't know if it's totally unfair. Uh, I think he does kind of just have that. I, really, I think English managers do get pigeonholed into that. Oh, he's going to root one, throw the ball over the top, that kind of thing. It isn't that. But he is, a, a, I like to say, a pragmatic coach. Um, he's very willing to go into a game and play to his team's strengths versus another team's weaknesses. He doesn't want to leave himself exposed. Uh, he's fine with setting up a, a, a starting 11 that looks defensive in nature, but is going to be good on the counter. But at the same time, I think if you look at the games we've played this season, uh, Nashville SC has controlled the ball for large portions of almost every match. Uh, I think you could say they outright dominated the second game against FC Dallas in which we drew and, uh, against Atlanta outside of two 30 second spells were the better team for the rest of the 90 minutes. But those two 30 second spells spelled disaster when Nashville SC couldn't score. So, uh, we're not the typical expansion side that we've seen in the last few years. Uh, you've either had kind of, uh, uh, boon or bust, I would say, with like an Atlanta <laughs> United or an LAFC, right? Um, yeah. uh, and then the other side of the coin is an FC Cincinnati or a Minnesota United. And so uh, we're not shipping in goals like that. Uh, one of the better defensive teams in the league through five games played Nashville SC. Uh, but unfortunately, I would say we've deserved points in arguably every game Nashville SC has played. And we've only come away with those points uh, in two of the matches against Dallas. So until the goals come, it's going to be a struggle for this club. Yeah, from the outside looking in, I have seen a lot of Nashville's games myself. Um, it's just you guys seem to lack the offensive potency. But other than that, you guys seem really strong, strongly set up in defense in midfield. And so I think that is somewhere where Nashville can cause Orlando City problems. Uh, I want to talk about exactly that now. Where can Nashville cause problems for Orlando City? What are the biggest strengths for you guys? Uh, so I think the biggest strength you have to say is kind of the, the central spine of the club. If you go starting with the center backs, uh, Dave Romney, Walker Zimmerman, and then up from there to Anibal Godoy and Dax McCarty, we have absolutely controlled the middle of the field in every game that we've played. Um, and it's, it's been outright dominant at a certain point. Uh, so if you can't kind of disturb that rhythm, Nashville kind of can tuck away and just go to work and kind of just grind out 80 minutes of a game without even really thinking about it. If, if you're not able to disturb that, get the ball wide, get the ball in spaces they don't want it to be. Um, they can kind of just go and put in a business like 80 minutes. And then it's what's going to happen in those other 20 minutes. That's the difference. Um, the game, the first game against Dallas, you kind of saw that Nashville was totally fine. Just plodding right along equally good. Uh, that game was a little odd because Hani Mukhtar was out on the right for much of the game. Um, but 
David Akam comes down the field running at tired legs. That's a huge thing for this team is a lot of speed coming off the, uh, off the bench. Dunlady, Akam, um, Baji, if he doesn't start. A lot of really, really fast guys up top who can come off the bench. Uh, and you saw it in that game get all three points through a David Akam goal. So the strength is definitely down the middle of the field. Uh, Godoy and McCarty, that partnership has controlled every game they've been in. And I would expect them to go about that same way, get into the routine, playing balls out of the back, through the middle, and uh, trying to work in guys like Hani Mukhtar or Randall Layal, who have struggled a bit so far. So it really sounds like it's going to be a, a midfield battle then, because one thing I can say about Orlando City is we have also been pretty dominant for the most Absolutely. part in the midfield. So it seems like it's going to be a, a battle uh, that both sets of fans need to be looking into. Yeah, I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, I think that's where, you know, the game within the game, so to speak. Um, and look, uh, I think as far as expansion sides go, uh, Nashville SC, I think, is a lot like Orlando was in their expansion year. Uh, I think it's a, a good team, not a great team. Um but there's no reason why a team that's this good defensively shouldn't at least have aspirations of making the playoffs uh, if you can get a goal scorer, um, which they're looking to do via acquisition, or someone just comes right along uh, that that can start putting the balls in that. I thought Don Baji played a great game the other night. Uh, on my second watch through, I think he was really, really good. I think he made some really good runs. But look, like offensive cohesion takes a while for expansion sides to come under normal circumstances and circumstances like 2020, where it's stop, start, stop, start. Oh, we're going to play. Oh, no, no, we're not. Oh, here's our next game. It's a five hour rain delay. Like, it's just crazy. So uh, I think that stuff will come along. Uh, I think Hani Mukhtar, Randall Leal, I think they're very talented players. I think we've seen moments of that. I think it's just going to take a little bit for it to click. All right, now give me some of your weaknesses now. What What is something that, that Orlando can kind of exploit on on um, Nashville? Yeah, so uh, right back is the, the clear and cut answer. Um, Nashville has conceded, I believe it's five goals through five games played, and uh, four of those goals are directly attributed to the right back position. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, and, and it's been three different people. Uh, it, it's not been the same person. That It's literally just been... Uh, the 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 weakest spot on the field for the club. Um, so, uh, like currently, the last two games, Alistair Johnson has started right wing, even though he is a right back. And I think that's to add some defensive strength down that side. Now he's a very forward thinking right back, so he looks he looks okay at right wing. Um, but that that's just uh, that kind of tells you what the team has thought about that side of the field thus far through the season. So um, right back is definitely the spot. If you can uh, capitalize on your offensive left, that is where teams have found success against Nashville this year. And uh, where I think anyone kind of with a brain would be looking to have some success uh, in the future. Well, you saying that kind of, kind of made me happy because as you probably know, our offensive left consists of none other than Luis Nani and uh, left back yes. Joao Moutinho, who were very, very instrumental to us getting to the final of the tournament. Right. So Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, not a great look for the club uh, heading into this game. Now, I think what is um, probably a, a, a boost to the club is that uh, recent acquisition from Red Bulls, Mayol is going to be in, and, and he, I think, can work back a lot from that right front position. So I think there will be some help there, uh, whether uh, maybe it's him and, and Alistair Johnston get the start. It might be too early for him to start. 
but that is uh, maybe kind of makes the right side look different than it's been. I'll say this. Jalil Anababa, since he's come in, has looked much more solidified than they looked previously. And that first Biddy Martinez goal was was very, very good the other night. So I, was, I'm not yeah. willing to. He definitely was called out. But like look, great guys are going to score great goals. So that's kind of just the way the game goes. So um other than that, the back line has been relatively solid. We probably saw Walker Zimmerman's worst game against Atlanta the other night. Uh, that being said, he's been rock solid so far. Dave Romney has looks better and better. And then Dan Lovitz has just been an outstanding performer at the left back position. So uh, to me, if you're saying what's the weakness, it's right back. And then obviously the aforementioned inability to score goals. I will say you guys have built a pretty strong side with a uh some MLS veteran experience and then some international um, savvy, you know, yeah. players. So tell me some of the, the strongest players, strongest performers on Nashville um, who could definitely uh, individually hurt Orlando. If I had to name a player of the season through five games, uh, for me, it would probably be Anibal Godoy. I think he has just dictated pace of play in the middle of the field in a way that I think maybe fans in general of the league weren't necessarily expecting. Obviously has a good reputation in this league, but with the price that Nashville paid for him, I I think there was just this idea of, Oh God, it's so much money. That's an overpay. He's not going to perform well. And next to Dax McCarty, who, who, when you think about it in the terms of total business completed, if you look at Dax coming in on a free and then Anibal, uh, being rather expensive in terms of Tam, it's actually like not so bad. You know what I mean? For to have that midfield there, uh, I think a lot of people would probably say Dax McCarty has been the player of the year. I think either of those two nods is is totally fine. Um, but they have absolutely the, the midfield is our position of excellence. Uh, and, and Walker Zimmerman could probably throw his hat in the conversation as well. Played really, really well. Obviously scored that the first goal in club history against Atlanta. Has been uh, bailed us out against Dallas and kept all three points in the game we won with an excellent clearance close to the line, uh, last ditch effort. Uh, one of those three guys has absolutely been the best player this year. Um, I think Alistair Johnston has, has come on recently as a guy who is going to, I think, is the future uh, of right back for the club. To me, the sooner he starts there, the better. Now he is an offensive player, so that creates another set of issues. But um, he was voted man of the match in the win against FC Dallas. So uh, that kind of shows you who's been performing well thus far throughout the season. Now, I, I you saying all that, I did note that there wasn't really an attacker on that list. Uh, you guys don't really yes. have tons of goal scorers right now. You have decent players, Baji and Tom and uh, Mukhtar and Leal, but it just doesn't seem to be working up there. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. And I, I think, again, I think a part of that is just growing pains, cohesion, all of that stuff. I, I also think the raw truth is that Randall Leal specifically – and Hani Mukhtar specifically, are underperforming their true level of talent. Both of them are outstanding players. Randall Leal is a guy who uh, a lot of people thought wasn't going to come to MLS, was going to go straight to Europe. So like, he's that caliber of player. He scores great goals. He's a starter for his national team regularly, gets minutes at Costa Rica all the time. Um, uh, he's got to perform better. I think he's been a bit wasteful in particular. He's taken on some shots that probably – Look, he's a goal scorer. He wants to score goals. He wants to get that ball rolling. 
weren't the best things to do for sure. And then Hani Mukhtar on the other side has found himself in some really good spaces. He's made some really good runs, but nothing has come off yet. We need him to start dictating play a, a pace of play uh, like the guys behind him, Godoy and McCarty, are doing. We need him to do that in the offensive third of the field. Uh, and it hasn't taken place thus far this season. I, I remain confident in both of those two players' abilities. Uh, that being said, uh, they're the only two DPs on the team. They've got to perform like it. So is Mukhtar, uh, he, he's your main DP and Leal's a young DP, correct? Uh, correct. Uh, ultimately, I think Leal will be bought down eventually, uh, but that hasn't taken place yet. But yes, Hani Mukhtar is the DP on the team, correct. So what is his play style? Like, Is he like a, a pacey dribbler? Is he uh, somebody who directs play? Like, What is his play style? A true playmaking number 10. Uh, definitely really, really good with the ball at his feet. If you watch him, some of those runs he's made against Atlanta, against Dallas, against Portland, you can tell the skill level is there. The balance is there. Um, he definitely is the most skilled player on the club. Now, a guy like Randall Layall, all speed, hard work, grit. He's going to get through guys. He's going to take a nasty foul here and there. Um, he's going to bait people into making bad fouls as well. Uh, and then just not afraid to shoot from anywhere on the field. Uh, Hani Mukhtar likes to play people in the space. And just so far, whether it's been Daniel Rios or Don Baji, he just hasn't been able to make that final pass work yet. All right. So has there any has there been any players who have disappointed, maybe, uh, who have been struggling at, at this moment in time for, through these first couple games? Uh well, I, I think Eric Miller w- was bad outright in the first two games. Um, he, he hasn't seen the field since then because of injury. So and maybe it's just part that, that he wasn't 100% on the front end. Uh, I'm not certain about that. Uh, now, we've since made a few changes at right back. Um, so so whether uh, that's an unfair assessment or I'm not, two games is a very small sample size to make about somebody. Right. Um, I would have to say, uh, like I just said, we just need more out of Hani and we need more out of Randall Leal as well. Um, if the team's going to win games, those two guys have to play better. At the forward position, I don't know that you could say Dom Baji or uh, Daniel Rios have disappointed. Uh, because I don't know that the expectation level was very high for either of them. Like this, we came into the season and the question was, where in the world are the goals going to come from? And here we are five games into the season and we're saying, well, where in the world are the goals going to come from? So uh, (laughs) it just kind of is what it is. So I I wouldn't really say those guys have disappointed. Um, uh, Again, if there's a position of disappointment, it's been right back. I think Jalil Anababa has kind of secured that spot for the time being. Alistair Johnson, I think, is the future of that position. But Beckles and and Miller, I think, could still have something to say down the road. Again, we're just it, it's the weirdest year ever. So trying to keep an open mind about those guys and the performances we've seen. All right, yeah. So then my final kind of topic here is I want to get your guys' thoughts um going into the match, looking at Orlando City, uh, kind of an outside view of our club at this moment in time, and then uh, your predictions on the match. Uh, obviously, we're coming off of a loss. Uh, you guys sure. are coming off of a win and a draw. So I want to get your your look on Orlando City and then your predictions. Yeah, so for me, Orlando, uh, obviously the first thing you think of is a guy is Nani, right? I mean, a guy of that skill level who can put in the performances like he put in the semifinal of MLS's back. Just an outstanding level of play. And when he's on, he's the best player on the field. It just kind of is what it is. So knowing that that, that is running right at Nashville SC's position of weakness. Obviously, that is a great level of concern, specifically uh, specifically paired with the fact that Muller's got four goals on the season already, too, right? So mm-hmm. it's um, 
uh, look, the ability to keep a clean sheet for Nashville SC is extremely important because as we've talked about, they've only scored two goals all season. And so uh, if you're not going to score a goal a game, well, you're going to have to keep a clean sheet to try to get all three points. So knowing that that is uh, the offensive left side, again, like you said, um, Moutinho uh, and uh, – or sorry – uh, if I mix the name, that is no, the no, no, yeah, Moutinho yeah, okay, yeah. back and right, yeah, Nani. exactly. Knowing Nani and Moutinho are there on that left side, it, it is a very, very strong offensive left side against what has been the weakness of this team so far. So we'll keep an eye on that. As far as what you guys have done this season, I think getting to the final of that tournament is an extreme accomplishment. Obviously, I'm sure fans there would have liked to just gone on and win it and secured that CCL spot. But the point is you've got to build off of that going into the rest of the year, right? I mean, this should be a playoff team, I think. Uh, I think that that they're good enough. Um, the the coach, I think, has done a tremendous job this season. And um, I, I think for a club that has, I, I don't think, underachieved is an unfair word in the past, um, you know, I, I think no one maybe expected you to go that far in the tournament. You performed well, turning good performances, and just build off that moving forward. Now, you guys, are you? Do you know if you're traveling the same day of the game, or if it's you're all tra- same day? Yeah, it's all same, same day. day. So, yeah. does that worry you having to fly there? It's a decent length of flight from Tennessee. It is. I mean, it, do I think it's ideal? No, but like people do that stuff all the time. You know what I mean? People show up, go to business meetings. It is what it is, and everyone's going to have to deal with it when they travel, right? So it, yeah. it, that is what it's too. So. Um, would I prefer them to come in the, the day before? Yes. Do I think that is a reasonable excuse for a poor performance? No, I don't. We, we went to Dallas, flew in the same day, had a four-hour rain delay, played probably our best match of the season. And then the other day we flew in the Atlanta, which is an hour flight, and then just looked, you know, totally lackadaisical in front of a goal. So uh, it, we've seen it both ways already. All right, let's get your prediction. Yeah, so I'm going to say 1-1. I think a draw is is pretty fair. I don't see Orlando losing to expansion sides in consecutive games. I think uh, probably too solid of a side for that. And the loss against Inter uh, just the other day, Inter-Miami, uh, you know, probably an unfortunate result for you guys, I would say. Um, that being said, uh, again, I, we haven't scored multiple goals in a game all season, so... If Nashville SC goes behind a goal, it's going to be hard to get that 1-1 result. I just think the levy's got to break at some point. you got to score goals eventually. I truly do think guys like Leal and Mukhtar are too good to just keep leaving fruit on the vine like they have so far this season. So I think a 1-1 draw, probably a fair result. Um, probably uh, would play out that way. And again, I think if Nashville can get out there and, and grab the first goal, um, it sets up really, really well for them to keep a point throughout the game. It would be a very Orlando City thing to have Nashville not score two goals in a single game in the entire season thus far, and then Nashville puts up three or four against us. <laughs> It'd be very Orlando City. So there you uh, go. I'm over here keeping my uh, my fingers crossed. I think 1-1 is a fair result. Um, our Orlando City fans will be scratching their heads. They are very confident going into this game. Uh, a sure. lot of people are writing sure. it off as an automatic win. Sure. I'm not there yet. I don't think there's a single automatic win in this league. Um, and I think Nashville have the capability to cause an upset. Look, I'll say this. I think uh, I, I don't think autom- I think automatic win is probably too strong. But 
at the end of the day, Nashville's played against five playoff teams and, uh, you know, teams that are of playoff caliber in every game that they've played this season. And they, they've acquitted themselves well every time. So uh, I think the, the easy win attitude is probably wrong. That being said, I think on paper, you're probably a better team and expecting a win isn't necessarily a crazy thing. All right, Davey, uh, where can our listeners find you up? Yeah, so we are uh, on Twitter as Speedway Sock. That's uh, Speedway S O C. And then me personally, I am at Davey D A V E Y T Shep S H E P. Davey T Shep. So you can catch me there, Speedway Soccer uh, at the other handle. And uh, listen, thanks so much for having us on. We love talking about Nashville SC. Uh, excited to be in MLS after uh, a few years at the the minor league level. And listen, it's been a weird season, but an exciting season nonetheless. Yeah, guys, you go and uh, head over to his profile. Give him a follow just to show our appreciation. Uh, we do really appreciate Davey. Thanks a million. Of course. Take it easy, buddy. Here, Nani gets in behind. Here's Nani with a chip. It's 1-1. One, one. <laughs>